making primary care, well, primary. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about the importance of having and seeing your primary care provider on a regular basis on Access Health Radio. Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex, North Carolina. I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us today. We'd like to take just a moment to thank the companies that support Access Health Radio. We'd like to thank Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower even than the big box pharmacies. Check them out at marleydrug.com. We also would like to thank We Care Pharmacy of Apex for sponsoring our tip of the week. You can check them out at wecarepharmacyapex.com uh, or you can call them at 919-629-6010. Uh, the folks there are really uh, important into their customer service, do a great job uh, for our patients in Apex, certainly. We'd also like to thank Wake Family Eye Care and especially Dr. Badwan over there for uh, helping sponsor the show. And they also, uh, if you have any eye care needs, uh, they are very convenient. Uh, and they often give discounts to those that mention the show. Very, very good. Uh, Dr. Forrest, I know that people like to get further information about the topics that we discuss here each week. How can people go about contacting you with those questions or even to get more information about your practice in Apex? Well, you know, we do different topics every week, and we're about six years into uh, a lot of different topics. So first thing is always remember whatever the topic is this week, uh, whether you like it or not, there may have been a topic in a previous week that you want to hear. And you can always check that out uh, at WPTF.com. Uh, you can hear it, see the old podcast there uh, under the Access Health Radio link. You can also download it at Apple Podcasts. We usually upload it to Apple Podcasts about an hour after we air live on WPTF. And if people would like uh, you know, contact information for our medical practice or to find out more about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, uh, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. And we are hiring some uh, new providers at our office, so we are going to have space for some new patients. Uh, they can also call us there at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. And if they do have questions, we'll frequently do mailbag uh, shows where we basically go over questions that listeners have asked. They can send those questions to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. So, Dr. Forrest, I think the topic for today's show seems fairly obvious, but apparently there's a lot more to utilizing your primary care provider effectively to keep yourself healthy. Tell us a little bit about that today. Uh, yes, Mike. Many folks only go to the doctor when they have some type of symptoms. You know, maybe they have a cough or a fever. Maybe they've been injured. And this, uh, you know, this would be similar to going to the dentist only when you have a toothache. Um, you know, people go usually to the dentist on a regular basis for their checkups and that kind of thing. And if they don't, that's when they end up in trouble. That's when they end up having teeth pulled and, you know, losing teeth and bad cavities and that type of thing. So a lot of times when you wait to see the dentist until something hurts, it's already too late. And, you, you know, you might have something bad happen. In the same way, I would rather prevent diseases and symptoms rather than just treating them when the damage has already been done. So I recommend that even healthy people, people who don't have any symptoms, they're not sick, they're not having any problems, 
that they see their primary care physician or clinician at least once per year. Uh, insurances now are required to cover a screening exam uh, annually. Uh, and during those exams, we often find diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, and high cholesterol that patients really had no idea they had because often those diseases have no symptoms. And unfortunately, sometimes it's also, you know, the case when we find a cancer that had shown no symptoms so far. So, you know, the way to make sure you find those things early when you can do something about it and when you can actually prevent, you know, early death uh, or, you know, disease is to make sure you're getting that followed at least, at least annually uh, at your primary care physician. You know, treating those conditions early can prevent them from causing damage uh, and even prevent early death. So, Dr. Forrest, I know people, you know, everybody is kind of, I assume everybody is. I'm certainly in the habit of getting an annual screening exam. But when should people, uh, when else should people think about seeing their primary health care provider? Well, for those patients that have a condition that they need medication for, like high blood pressure, diabetes, or high cholesterol, Typically, they're going to need a follow-up visit um, with their primary care every three to six months. Um, with diabetes, it is important to keep that hemoglobin A1C number under seven. And since it's roughly a three-month average of your blood sugar, your physician can adjust your medications and your diet and stuff about every three to four months to really keep that where it should be. You know, with high cholesterol and blood pressure, it's also uh, not just a set it and forget it mentality. You don't just get diagnosed, go on a medicine and think that's the same dose and the same medicine that you should stay on forever because usually it's not. Um, so both of those numbers vary over time. You know, your blood pressure and cholesterol vary over time and even season by season. A lot of folks don't know that, that some of those vary by the season. So medications have to be adjusted to make sure the dose is not too much uh, and that it's not too little. So I typically see, you know, even blood pressure, cholesterol type patients about every three to four months. And some patients being seen for weight management, you know, ADHD or depression or anxiety might need to be seen more frequently, sometimes monthly on average. This is Access Health Radio with board certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. We're getting some good baseline information today. And I want to shift from sort of the efficiency to the effectiveness. We, you, you say that people should get an annual screen, uh, screening and maybe even more often with certain conditions. So how should patients make the most out of their primary care visits? How, what should they do there? Well, there's several things they can really do to optimize their primary care. And, uh, you know, first of all, if you do need lab work, it's really better to get that lab work before your visit with your provider uh, so that when you're actually there in person, you can discuss and ask all the questions you want to. Uh, sometimes, you know, you may with some results just get called with a single test. Um, however, when more than one thing's being looked at, it really is better to be able to discuss in detail and in person because the physician might want to examine something else uh, on your body. For example, let's say uh, your blood work showed your cholesterol was slightly high um, and you're in the office, then I may listen to the arteries in your neck to see if there's any cholesterol blockages. If you got your blood drawn at the same appointment and we're just calling you back to say your cholesterol is high, then there's no opportunity for the physician to do any exam or listen for any of those blockages or anything like that because you're not in the office. So I always think it's better to have your blood results, uh, you know, when you do your visit. Uh, second, 
um, you know, between visits, any questions that you have, uh, make sure to write, write them down on a list. You want to be able to remember those and ask those questions and make sure that when you do go for your visits, you get all of your concerns heard uh, and addressed. Um, and then last of all, with your visits, when you do go to primary care visits, be a proactive patient. Um, don't just assume that you're going to get everything you need uh, when you leave. Uh, you need to make sure that you leave with detailed directions for, you know, how you should take your medicine, when your next appointment should be, uh, if any referrals have been made, you know, how that's going to be followed up. Should you wait for a call from the practice or from the specialist? Um, and then you also need really some guidance, specific guidance on lifestyle changes like diet and exercise. You know, you don't, don't want your doctor just to say, well, eat healthier and exercise more. Uh, you really want specifics. So, you know, um, I call it an aftercare plan. So I have, uh, we actually print it out for patients when they leave and it's got, you know, exactly how many carbs they should eat, exactly how much fat they should eat. It's a very detailed plan, has all their meds and their follow-up appointments and stuff on it. And I tell patients to stick it on their refrigerator with a magnet so they know exactly what they should be doing to stay healthy. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest. Time right now for the Access Health Tip of the Week. Well, my tip of the week this week is to always keep your follow-up appointments with your primary care physician or provider. They had a good reason to schedule you to come back, and missing those appointments uh, really delays you getting to good health and could actually result in permanent damage or death. For example, in one study, when patients were given the exact same medication for the exact same condition, a delay of three months in getting that treatment started resulted in permanent kidney damage 10 years later. Um, so if you do need to cancel a follow-up appointment, you know, something comes up and you just can't make it and you need to cancel an appointment with your primary care uh, provider, make sure to get that rescheduled as soon as possible. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Coming up, Dr. Forrest goes into more detail on how to make the most out of your primary care right here on Access Health Radio. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. How to get the most out of your visits with your primary care physician. That is our topic today. We've already had some great advice from Dr. Forrest. I'm anxious to hear, though, Doc, about why it's important to see your primary care provider at least once a year, as you've already mentioned especially if all of your physicals have been normal in the past. Do I still need to go see you? <laughs> yeah, you really do. You know, your your primary care provider should be someone that gets to know you. Um, make sure you know your primary care provider's name. Mm -hmm. um, they need to know you well enough to know your health history in detail. And they also don't need just to know your history. They need to stay up to date on it. You know, if something happened three or four months ago, uh, that matters. If a medicine changed, they need to know that. So, you know, if you do not see them at least once per year and something comes up, like let's say a form that needs to be filled out, or you have an unexpected surgery and you need a clearance form filled out, or you need to get a referral or a refill, uh, they are not really able to do that without dated information. We're actually not allowed to do those things if our information is outdated. Uh, and anything over a year is outdated. And a lot of times patients are actually considered new patients uh, and they even have to fill out new patient paperwork when it's been over a year between visits. Um, also, one of the advantages, if you're a current patient, meaning you've been seen in the last year, you're more likely to be able to get in sooner for sick visits or injuries 
um, because they're going to consider you an existing patient and you get an existing patient slot rather than a new patient slot where we have to update all those things. So that can make it easier for you to get in on short notice if you need to. And that could prevent you from having to, you know, go to the urgent care or an emergency room where nobody's going to know anything about you. Yeah, I mean, you're you're really sort of sparking my thinking here, uh, and I hadn't really thought about it in that way, but these are some really good reasons. Are there other reasons to have a primary care provider that knows you, that knows your history, and has seen you within the last year? Well, yes, there are. There's some things that people a lot of times really don't know, but when we're trying to coordinate care, uh, you know, say in from the hospital or out of the hospital, if you're in the hospital for some reason, uh, often they are not willing to discharge you from the hospital unless they can schedule you a follow-up appointment within a week with your primary care physician. And so a lot of times patients don't realize what's taking them so long to get out of the hospital, and sometimes they have to do this discharge planning. If you don't have a primary care physician, it might delay you getting out of the hospital, or worse, they may have to assign you to a primary care provider to follow up with that you've never even met. Um, and, you know, should you need some forms filled out, like there's FEMLA forms, which are family medical leave forms, uh, disability paperwork, uh, forms to return to work after an injury or accident, you know, DOT certifications, or even things like handicap placards, uh, you know, that go in your car, uh, those are much easier to handle and get completed really quickly as long as you've got a current relationship with your primary care provider. Okay, now I've got I've got a question. I'm going to give you full disclosure, Doc. I have been known in the past to use an urgent care as as my primary care location, good or bad. Oh, Mike, that's <laughs> uh, that's one of my pet peeves. Uh, people, I was afraid people of people who yeah, people who only get what I call dropper inner care, where they just drop in for care and just go to urgent cares when they are sick are really endangering their health. Um, you know, typically none of the screenings for things like diabetes, cancer, heart disease happen at urgent cares. Uh, that's one of the reasons that the average person with diabetes has actually had diabetes for 10 years before it gets diagnosed. So, you know, many people who think they are healthy and only get urgent care visits for problems are going to be those that end up with major medical problems and really severe disability and, and die prematurely. Uh, so anyone over 35 really should have a primary care physician that they rely on to make sure nothing is being missed or going undetected. Not to mention that, um, you know, urgent cares have to treat everybody as people they don't know. They don't know you. They don't know your health history. So they might prescribe things that, that they wouldn't prescribe to you if they knew your health history. Uh, they might give you a regimen that, that might affect some of your other medicines that you're taking that, you know, they didn't even know you were taking and you didn't have your detailed list with you when, with you when you went to the, to the urgent care. And sometimes those actually have deadly consequences. You know, uh, you might go in and they put you on an antibiotic that, you know, I've seen an example before where uh, somebody went into an urgent care and they were put on an antibiotic and literally it created a, a condition called Stevens-Johnson syndrome where all of your skin basically comes off. Mm. Uh, and that patient was treated like a third degree burn patient all over their body, uh, but they didn't survive. Um, mm. So it really is important to have somebody who can sort of play quarterback for your health care. And that's a good way to think about your primary care physician. Imagine uh, if you had a, a football team and you just sent in a quarterback that didn't know the playbook. Uh, 
that's what it's like when you go to an urgent care. You're you're putting in a quarterback that has no idea about the team, how it operates, what the strengths and weaknesses of those players are, uh, and we know that just wouldn't be effective. So uh, think of your primary care provider as sort of the quarterback of your health care. They sort of know where to direct things and how to get it into the hands of the best people and what you really need uh, based on knowing your, your system. Okay, we'll talk off air, and I'll set up my next visit with you. Uh, straight ahead, uh, one of my favorite parts of the show, the Access Health Trivia of the Week. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Forrest, time now for our Access Health Trivia of the Week. Well, the trivia this week is about basically what we've been talking about, preventable death. And according to the CDC, nearly 40% of the 900,000 early deaths each year could have been prevented. So please make sure that you are seeing your primary care provider as recommended. You got it. Okay, Doc. So with that in mind, uh, if people need to find a primary care physician, where should they look? How do they start? Well, where you should get your primary care depends on what you can afford, uh, what your insurance will cover, and also how accessible they are and if they're independent or not. So if you can find a direct primary care provider, uh, and again, I'm biased, but I would always recommend that due to the improved access and the predictable cost. Uh, even Consumer Reports Magazine agrees that you know switching to a direct primary care practice is a top five money move you can make. So you know, direct primary care practices, rather than, you know, billing every visit as much as they can and charging co-pays, what they do is they just charge a flat monthly or annual fee. Typically, there's no co-pays, regardless if your insurance has co-pays or not. Doesn't matter what the insurance network. And so if your insurance changes, you never have to change doctors uh, if you've got a direct primary care physician. However, if you can't find a direct primary care provider in your area, then try to find an independent practice not owned by a hospital or university. Uh, typically, costs are going to be higher due to what are called facility fees at practices owned by a hospital system. They have to charge an extra fee called a facility fee when uh, even the primary care practice is owned by those systems. And data also suggests that you are more likely to end up getting hospitalized if you get your primary care in a practice owned by a hospital. So imagine that. Wow. Uh, lastly, uh, try to keep the location near either where you live or where you work. Uh, that will make it easier to keep appointments, and it also makes it easier for you to get seen quickly when you are sick. All right. Any other points you'd like folks to take away from today's show, Dr. Forrest? Well, first, make sure you have a primary care physician and that you know them by name. Second, make sure you see them at least once a year or for each follow-up they recommend. And lastly, only go to urgent cares or ERs as a last resort. They are not into prevention, only handling short-term crises. Very good, Dr. Forrest. That's all the time we have for this week. And the scripture this week is from Proverbs 27, 12. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Radio Show today, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.